Good evening. Good evening. Good evening to you, beloved. Praying all is well with you. Yes, this is Speak Life Radio. Go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. You know, I just want to get into this Speak Life, but woo! yesterday is September 19, 2022. In the name of Jesus. In the name, in the name of Jesus. See, this is what happens when you are not in compliance with what you're supposed to be in compliance with now. So you have to bear with me. Yes, I do apologize about that. You have to bear with me. And I guess this is why this is this speak life tonight. Yes. So, yes, I am lifting up my whole household. Lord, I need prayer. <laughs> I am lifting up your whole household, beloved. I'm lifting you up in the name of Jesus. Us. I am lifting the kingdom family worldwide. The martyr saints. Uh, Persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken by men still, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn in the name of Jesus. I'm lifting up children worldwide in the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up those that are constantly growing and maturing in their faith and just really trying to do the right thing as much as possible to the ability of, of mankind, I guess. Um, just lifting up those that's really on the straight and narrow path, trying to run their race straight because there are those in the earth, there's a remnant in the earth, as the word is saying, have said. So, yes. So, Father, I come to you right now. Lord, settle me and I repent in the name of Jesus, openly and publicly, Lord, I repent, Lord God, for being disobedient or rebellious. I'm hoping it's not rebellious or either one. In the name of Jesus, but Lord, let us not suffer because of me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for this. Thank you. I ask that you settle me in the name of Jesus and that you come forth straight out of my heart. Speak to us, Lord God. Speak what you have for us, not in my own understanding or in my flesh, not in any thoughts of mine, Lord God. But I pray, I pray that everything in me decrease so you can increase, Lord God, that the name of Jesus be lifted up so you could draw all men. In the beautiful and mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, I pray you be glorified even through this wretchedness of myself, I pray you bind up everything that is not pleasing in your sight, everything that is contrary. Lord God, and I do pray you send the ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church in Jesus' name. So good evening. I am feeling so guilty because I should have been on Speak Life and I, um, I was very distracted today, didn't get any work done and so I'm feeling real convicted right now. And I really believe 
I had to for the speak life because I had a word. Um, I was talking to the Lord about it in my walk earlier. And Lord, it does go with this. Okay. The promises are contingent. Many of them are contingent and aligned with obedience. Obedience. So do sometimes do it feel like we're taking grace for granted? Do you ever feel like you're taking the grace of God for granted? Because I really, uh, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like that is is conviction and condemnation at the same time. I don't know because there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Yeah, but we can't keep sending so grace abound neither. Because I know this is a part of my purpose. And so why am I playing with it like that? You know, there should be nothing that comes before my service because I have declared, I want to hear um, good and faithful. Well done, my good and faithful servant. So we have to do things in that manner. There's decency and in order, decently and in order. And so, yeah, man, I'm feeling a little beat up, beat with many strikes. I probably beat myself, but I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I missed it. Okay. No, um, because we should really want to please the Lord like we want him to be pleasing to us. Okay. So I woke up this morning and I understand a little bit better now because like, okay, look at it like this. Some of us as children, we had chores and we had allowances on our chore with uh, attached to our chores. And so it's like, I don't know what kind of parents other people have, but I know if my mother told me I wasn't going to get something, I wasn't going to get it. Or if she told me, okay, if you do this, then you'll get this. Okay. So many times parents, there's many parents that stick to their word. Okay. You do this chore and you do it properly. You'll earn this. Then some people, I feel so guilty for a little, you know, whoever, I'm just going to give it to them. No, you're not. Okay. So God is like our obedience. So many times, you know how God, he promises so many things, right? But if we really looked in the word, it's contingent to obedience. It starts in the beginning. Um, it's contingent to obedience. Like my spirit just got real high. Okay. Um, it's contingent to obedience. What thing have we been praying for? And it may be for a while. And we never see the manifestation or it takes a long time to see the manifestation. Was that promise from God contingent? on your obedience? How long did it take you to be obedient? It says here, um, verse 16, Genesis 2, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it for the day, for, for, no, it says for in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. So they died within that day 
Because for God, one day is like a thousand and thousands like one day, and no man has lived a thousand years. Close to it, 900 and something, something, something. But no man has lived a thousand years. So, um, and so he told them that. And then when it came to the curses, it said, the Lord, God said unto the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle. And above all bees, upon your belly shall you go, and thus shall you eat all the days of your life. So that's what's going on, right? And I will put enmity between you and the woman. That's what's going on, right? Okay. And between your seed and her seed, it shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And and yeah, we should be able to uh, tread upon scorpions and serpents and things. So yeah, that's what. Unto uh, the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow. Yeah, women have a lot of sorrow, right? And your conception. Some of us can have multiple babies, right? In sorrow, you should bring forth children. Many of us are crying mothers. Many of us have cried some type of way or are continually crying over our children, okay? It says uh, you should bring, in sorrow, so you, shall you bring forth children, not just give birth, but you should bring forth children. And your desire shall be, promise, to your husband. Yeah. Many of us are just desiring to have a husband. Okay? Yeah. And then it says, and he shall rule over you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he's the head. Okay. So it says, and to Adam, the Lord said, because you have hearkened to, your, to the voice of your wife. Man, let us just be quiet, wise, okay? It says, and have eaten of the tree. I said, let us. Okay, wait. <laughs> let y'all wise be quiet. Okay, so it says, um, and have eaten of, uh, and have, since you hearken to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree, of which I, the Lord God, commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it. Curses the ground for your sake. See, that's the first one. The ground, like, wait a minute, what did I do? What did I do? And it says, In sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. That evidently is happening. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth unto you. You got to scrape and bow and scrape. Okay. And you shall eat the herb of the field. Now, I don't know exactly what that means. So I, I don't know. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread. In the sweat of your face. So naturally, yeah. So I'm wondering how that looks spiritually, okay? It said, till you return unto the ground. Yeah, struggling, till you turn to the ground. For out of it was you taken, for the dust you are, and unto the dust shall you return. And that's what we do, right? Even those that come up missing, they still turn to dust. So it says here, oh, there's, there's a missing a promise there. It says here, um, another, another thing God said. So it says, um, and Abel, in in 
and chapter four. And in the progress, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and of his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why are you wroth? And why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, you shall not you shall you not be accepted. And if you do not well, sin lies at the door, and unto you shall be his desire, and you shall rule over him. So when we don't do well, sin is still lying at the door. Sin is still lying at the door. And until you shall be his desire. And many of us desire sin. And you shall rule over him. I'm not, I don't have full revelation of that. So I'm not going to speak of it. Um, it says here, and then Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Now, isn't that a mother's sorrow? Isn't that a mother's sorrow right there? That's more than grief. That's a sorrow. It says, and the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I know not. So he's also lying. Wasn't it his mother that changed the story with the serpent too? Okay. It says, uh, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Hmm. Cain was a tiller of the ground. Abel was a keeper of sheep. Okay. And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood, my Lord cries unto me from the ground and now are you cursed from the earth you are cursed from the earth because now you have shed blood which have opened her mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand my lord when you till the ground it shall not henceforth yield unto you her strength a fugitive and a vagabond shall you be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Now you're not going to kill somebody. This is just like people, they, they go and do stuff and then they begging for mercy. I'm just saying. So it says, behold, you have driven me out this day from the face of the earth. And from the face shall I be hid. And I should be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone, wait a minute. Okay. And it shall come to pass that everyone that finds me, okay, shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, therefore, whosoever slays Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark. See, this is when the Lord have set a mark. A lot of people I hear talk about God setting marks and God have them marked. No, God set seals. Now Cain received a mark, but 
the word says for his children, even Jesus, he has the seal. Okay. So it's a difference between a seal and a mark, but Hey, to each his own, it says, and the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwell in the land of Nob on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife and she conceived and bear. But the thing is, that promise, God manifested it also. And then all of them, it's, it's a lot of things are based on our obedience. So Noah had to build the ark and the flood didn't come until Noah finished the ark. And then you have, um, you have Abram and Abraham, but Abram did not receive the promise until he separated from Lot, because that was what God said. Leave your father house, um, your kinfolk and your country. He says, uh, 12, chapter 12, Genesis. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, get you out of your country from your kindred, from your father's house unto the land, which I show you. And so it took 25 years for him to do that. And then as soon as him and Lot separated, God gave him another promise and a covenant with him. And also, uh, you know, that's when Sarah went on and did her own thing and had Haggai Hag, uh, what's that? Hagar have uh, Ishmael, but Ishmael is not part of the begotten, okay? And then when she was promised, it says here, um, verse 9 of Genesis 18, and they said no. Okay, so verse 1, of chapter 18, Genesis, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plain of Merah. And as um, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them. This is Abram, Abraham at this point, ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. And he said, My Lord, if I now have found favor in your sight. Pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet, and rest and rest yourself upon the tree. And I will fetch and I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you your hearts. After that you shall pass on, for therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, so do as you have said. So Abraham went and did all of this. And then in verse nine, and they said unto him, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto you. So now the Lord is talking out of the three person. He says, my Lord. And he says, I will certainly return unto you according to the time of life. Now, this is what the promise is. I will, he said, I will certainly, this is definite, return unto you according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were 
old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of a woman. So something was not functioning the same way in her body. Okay. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself. Now, this is so funny because God hear God hear all this stuff now. I'm just, ooh, it's even more scary. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also, my Lord. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Thank you, Lord. At the time appointed, I will return unto you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay. But you did laugh. And that's how Isaac gets his name. So then uh, Abraham goes and he's praying for Sodom and Gomorrah. And he's asking God. He says here, uh, verse 22, And the men turned their face from thence and went to Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord, because now Lot has separated from him and Lot is in Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. And it said, and Abraham drew near and said, wait, thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked. Because the Lord said, should he keep this thing from Abraham, his friend? It says, in, it says back in verse 16, and the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom and and Abram went with them to be, to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, my Lord, okay, that he will command his children. Listen, oh, this could have been a whole nother thing here if I would have read. because. Listen to what God says about the character of Abraham. He says, for or because I know him, I know Abraham. And his command, no, it, it says that he will command his children. Can God say that about us now? That he know we will command our children or we allowing our children to do what they want. It says that he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the way of the Lord. This is why Abraham could get stuff because God knew, you know, it might take you 25 years to get this thing, but once you become obedient, I'm going to align it with you. The promises are going to be aligned with you. Mm. And they should keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he have spoken of him. The promises manifest station is based on obedience, time, okay? It's based on obedience and time, obedience and time are some of the major key points for the manifestation of these promises in our lives. 
Yes, obedience in time. Because if God has designate a time to it, obedience in time, these are two of the, the, the most challenging points for us because many of us don't walk in the obedience that is needed for the manifestation of the promises. And many of us don't want to wait the time in God's time. Because we look at Abraham being 100, but it took 25 years for him to get in alignment. And regardless of when it came, he still was blessed. All that Job went through, in the end, his latter reign was greater than his former. It's the obedience and time. But our part to play in the manifestation of these promises in our lives are the obedience. He said, I know him and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, which is the word of God, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken. It's based on alignment, the obedience in, in many times time, because the Lord says it here. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently, if you be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do. Because we can't just be hearers, we must be doers, right? And to do all, to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. That is a part of the promise due to diligently hearkening, okay? To observe and to do. And all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you if you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. And that's when the blessings come. Verse 15, but if you, but if it, what well, I'm sorry, but it shall come to pass if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. It's still a promise that will be kept because if we don't listen, that promise is going to be kept. And if we are obedient, that promise shall be kept. It shall be kept. A lot of things are based on, a lot of things have not manifested because we have not gotten to the point of agreement with obedience with God. If we change that point of how we're operating and functioning and responded to God, we will live a blessed life because God is going to manifest his promises when the obedience align and the time align. And they'll overtake us, like he said. So when we have to repent, repent, whether it's openly or privately in the name of Jesus. 
So I pray y'all have the most blessed evening. I bring the word of God to the people, God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I pray nothing but the best for everyone, all of us, even when we stumble. Lord, I repent in the name of Jesus. Y'all have a blessed evening. Peace.